Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Soggy Biscuit podcast where we talk about Limp Biscuit for number one Limp Biscuit fans, for you, for me. I am, of course, the Chocolate Starfish, here as always with the hot dog flavored water. And we're going to spend probably an hour talking about all of the Limp Biscuit albums in order. There's a lot to talk about. I mean. Yeah, I. Honestly, I've only listened to like one of one of <laughs> one of their albums. What and, the chocolate uh, starfish, hot dog flavored water? Yeah. Is that the only one? <laughs> yes, I'm pretty sure that's the only one I've listened. I think to. that's the only one everybody's listened to. I'm actually I'm yeah. gonna look it up. How many albums I, do they have? I had it pulled up. Um, they actually just released another studio album this last year. Oh yeah, I see. It still sucks. That is news to me. I'm I'm in shock. Is that like a I meta take on how retired. people think Limp Biscuit sucks? I mean, I don't know. They're wow, yeah, they've been know. doing a lot. It's, it's probably okay. Like I enjoyed what I listened to of them, but uh, whatever. So they have a new album out. Go buy it if you're a fan. Yeah, if you like Limp Biscuit, they're the still doing time. stuff. It's kind of like uh real big fish like they're still doing stuff and it's like man those guys are, are they are they like wow ska. wow man i love some ska dude oh some yeah real big fish i'm a fan no ska's great yeah it it gets a bad rap because you know maybe it's kind of cringy because ska but... is like like the feeling you get when you're 13 years old and you order some mozzarella sticks yeah, that's what the feeling. <laughs> that's the feeling that ska gives you. And you wear your checkered uh, vans with your fedora hat. Nice little chain like, wallet, but you know there's no money right. in it. There's. <laughs> <laughs> but goddamn it, if the music doesn't feel good, yeah, it's to real happy. To, it's you know, that. it's all nice. I, they can make a sad I, song I like real it. real or a sad song sound happy. Mm-hmm. It's like it's uh, just the sound of uh, like trumpets and horns. I think are and it's just like usually really fast paced. I mean, they talk real fast. Yeah. They sing real fast. I should say. There's always a hook. Yeah. There's always a you know the chorus is always really catchy or should be really catchy. Mm-hmm. It's very yeah. Usually it is upbeat, kind of uh, fast paced. I've noticed that about my own music listening. Because um, we ha- we haven't talked about music at all on the podcast. Never. This is a first. Like, this is a scumbag first. Folks. Indeed. Music. Yeah. We aren't just video games and anime. You know, <laughs> contrary to popular belief. Um. But yeah, the my own music uh, tastes like. I have to, there's this weird, you know, that feeling of, like, a bass drum where it, like, physically hits your, like, lungs and or chest area. Yes. I feel that, like, all the time, you know? So I need, and I I think I have some kind of weird blood pressure thing, because, like, I... I Got, like, tachycardia or something <laughs> that you think is, you just, you're just vibing, like, your soul is just vibing. <laughs> constantly but really it's tachycardia yeah like i think that i'm just listening to music that's fast-paced and fun and upbeat because it's 
it fills a void in my life, but really it's just masking my horrible tachy- tachycardia. Is that <laughs> yeah, tachycardia, like a regular heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> just straight up arrhythmia. Yes. Yeah. I do enjoy that fast beat, like, you know, that, that that's what bugs me the most about, like, sad songs and about country music in general. I I hate to be that guy that, like, hates on country. Like, I know there's merits. There's merits to it. It's just slow songs in general yeah. that I can't hang with anymore, you know? No, that's fair. That's completely fair. And, and I mean, you know, much like heavy metal or any genre of music there are exceptions to the rule it's not all slow stuff like most stuff you hear on the radio country wise nowadays it's all like pop country like it's really it's meant to be generic but catchy so it you know people will play it at house parties whatever yeah but you can make the most money in advertisements but there is like outlaw you know, outlaw style of country that's like really, it uh-huh. like sounds like older, really fast paced. I mean, it's hard to, I mean, I haven't really delved deep into it, but I know people yeah. that are like into it. And there are people that have, you know, told me that, yeah, like music, like the shit you hear on the radio sucks. It's for some sure, country I... singer. And then he also has some rapper that comes on because they get paid hella money when they do that. Yeah. Especially if it's catchy and whatever. Mm-hmm. And if it has some sort of, like I was saying with advertisement, you know, how many country artists are taking money on the side from, like, Chevy or Ford? Oh, man. Especially I mean, Ford, yeah, it's like. Because like... <laughs> I'm built Ford, too. Yeah. Squeeze, how many country, what's the ratio of song? country songs to, like, Ford commercials? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to know. I mean, that would be a very interesting. I would like to see the market research on that. That <laughs> just we play this specific song and play it with a, and we have it would you know it would be the thing they play this like the the really super patriotized Americans whatever I love America so much and it would be like a an army guy coming home and the first thing he does is buy a a Ford F-150 like extended (laughs) cab and then he goes home to his like wife and kid and gives his his, he has like a son and daughter he gives the son a hug the son's slightly older of course and like he puts the son in the driver's seat and there's like a whole wholesome moment it's like (laughs) you know golden retriever pops up in the back seat yeah they have a dog Mm -hmm course yeah they open up the glove box and he pulls out like a uh what's it called a uh concealed carry case and there's like this you know brand new glock that's gold but then there's a little card that says welcome home soldier and then his wife just uh, smile like looks like gives him that like knowing smile yeah And then just what was that? Uh, uh, it was a Ford was that, commercial. Is that a music yeah, video? it's good. Oh, okay. It's a Ford commercial. <laughs> it's my idea for it's my vision for a Ford commercial. <laughs> you know, people eat that shit up. <laughs> they love that. They love that shit. It's beautiful. That's that's a homegrown American. Beautiful, beautiful uh, dream to aspire to. I think. I forgot what uh, spurned that on. We were talking about um, music. We got on the country. Yeah. 
Yeah, country. I try not to hate on country. Like, there's for sure it has its merits. It's just not my cup of tea. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. Doesn't need to be. Yeah. Right. There's enough music to go around. Sure. There's. I mean, yeah. There's plenty. Nowadays, especially, they've got like fifty different streaming services where you can get anything you want. Yes. If you're not going to pirate, of course. Right. Which, that's like impossible to do nowadays, right? Uh, without being like caught. I guess if you had a VPN, you can. Yeah. But... I mean, yeah, VPN probably the safest way, but like seeding and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it depends on the ISP, but a lot of them will go after you for it. At yeah. the very, like, at the most, they'll just be like, hey, we don't want you as a customer. And then, with as hard as it is to find a good, like, ISP in your area, if you mm. get, you know, that's kind of the risk. Or if it's the only one in the area. Yeah, then you're really fucked. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, where I live, I only have two options, and one is, like, objectively worse by a lot. <laughs> So I went with a better one, of course, but if they were like, hey, no, we don't want, you know, your contract, you've voided your contract or whatever, fuck you, we don't have to take you as a customer, <laughs> I'd be stuck with the other one, who sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, isn't that a, a classic Sophie's Choice? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the Sophie's Choice is. But Did you just make that up? No, I I think that's a the name of a book. Oh, or or something. Uh, Sophie's Choice. Maybe it was a like a drama after uh, after school drama thing. Oh, okay. Oh, I don't, I don't know. know. Went over my head. I don't. I don't know that reference. I don't either. It's just something I've heard, and it had the word choice in it, and I thought that sounded silly. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, welcome to the show, everybody. Um, we're here again, talking about music, like always. The best music podcast out there. Music aficionados, as we call ourselves, to each other. Yes. I mean, we make sure yeah. to refer to each other exactly as that. <laughs> <laughs> Every morning, after I wake up, sing the national anthem to myself, and then I say... I shoot Skylar a text that says good morning uh, my fellow aficionado <laughs> of music right and that's about the time I'm waking up I haven't said the mm-hmm. pledge yet like I always do <laughs> facing my flag that I have hanging up in my room as is state mandated but after I do that <laughs> I make sure to <laughs> send Elliot a text <clears throat> saying good morning my fellow music aficionado yeah, and then we like curate a playlist for each other and send it over you know, while we have coffee and then we compare coffee and it's a yeah, new playlist every day. It's exhausting, but it really is. It's it's almost too much, but I endure it because that's what it means to be a music aficionado. It is. <clears throat> it really is. You suffer for your work, honestly. You really do. It's just what you do. It's just what you do. But yeah, as far as music goes, just you know, <clears throat> I've always been in like like 
like you, I've always been into faster stuff. Uh, I think it might be why I really like some jazz, but don't like other jazz. I mean, jazz is also Ooh. a very broad range. I remember I worked yeah. at a, a gas station uh, many years ago, and I always put NPR on at night. And they would, like, nice. all they did at night was play jazz. So yeah. I got exposed to a lot of it. I don't remember. <laughs> I mean, they would always introduce stuff, you know, but I don't <laughs> yeah, remember any of it. But I always like the faster paced jazz than uh, slower paced, I would say. Yeah. The cocaine jazz versus the uh, heroin jazz. Was heroin jazz a thing? I'm sure. I mean, probably. Probably. Uh, acid jazz was a thing. I know that is at least a category of genre of music in iTunes. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> at least it was. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is, but I like to assume it's people on acid while they play jazz. I think I appreciate it so much because there's a lot of people that, like, there will be a song and it'll go on for 20 plus minutes or whatever in jazz music. And people don't really like that. They don't like going on an odyssey. You know, a musical odyssey, as we call it in the industry. Yes, <laughs> um, that is the official term, I believe. It is. It's what you'll be taught in school, so that's what we use <laughs> music also. Music aficionado class. Music aficionado, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tuesdays and Thursdays in the high school gymnasium right after AA, so it's pretty convenient. It's very convenient. Wink, wink. Don't know where I'd be without those AA meetings, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I also need MA meetings, some music aficionado time. <laughs> <laughs> it's AA then MA. AA MA all day. All day. Tuesdays and Thursdays at two to about five o'clock PM. Sometimes, you know, if Stacy's in a good mood. Yeah, we'll get out early every now and then. Yeah, not gonna dock Stacy on the podcast. She's a lovely woman. She does her best. Thank you, Stacy. <sighs> Thank you, Stacy. Shout out to Stacy, everybody. Give her a round of applause if you see her on the streets. Yep. Yeah. Also, happy late Mardi Gras. I didn't realize this week that uh, Mardi Gras happened, and it used to be that used to be kind of like a big deal. Um, when I was growing up in Louisiana, because mm -hmm. it's like a super big Catholic holiday. Well, okay, I didn't see Mardi Gras on the calendar. I saw Ash Wednesday, and I was like, what? I didn't hear anything about this up here. Um, but it's like a big deal. It was a big deal. And I, I moved out of Louisiana before I was old enough to like enjoy a real Mardi Gras in New Orleans uh -huh. or anything, you know, yeah. kind of sucks, kind of kind of lame. That does. Um, yeah, I know. I saw a lot of stuff online this year that was like, you know, uh, if you go to Mardi Gras, just stay on Bourbon Street. Don't go into any of the side streets or anything. I'm sure it's been that way for a while, but that well, there was a lot of talk that crime was like really high, you know, due to COVID mm. and. Or due to quarantine being that. over, so everybody's getting out now, and, like, yeah. It's it probably going to be wildin', yeah, I'm sure it yeah. was. 
Yeah, that's like, another thing too. Every it. like you know, <clears throat> tons of tourists, tons of people out of town don't know where they are. Easy marks. Yeah, and they go there specifically to get blackout fucking drunk and spend you know, a lot of money. You know, fucking yeah. That's an, yeah, that's another big thing with it. So mm-hmm. it's a very interesting holiday. I I dig the idea of it because it, it's like get out all your sin in right before Lent because you can't you you have to like give something up for Jesus during Lent or God or Mary or something. I, I don't know. I'm not Catholic. You have to give something up for the duration for whatever reason. So some people, it's like, well, I'll give up smoking. I'll give up uh, drinking. I'll give up, well, I mean, you know, a good Catholic probably doesn't do either of those things, except maybe drink. Yeah. I know drinking's pretty, uh, well, that's prevalent anywhere, but. Yeah. I mean, they literally drink wine for their communion. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Have you ever been in a like during like in a Catholic sermon before? Um, I've been to one or two. One of my one of my aunts or great aunts or cousins' aunts or somebody in my family is Catholic, which is weird. Uh, so we've been once. Yeah, I, I was really young. I didn't know what was going on, and I was just bored out of my fucking skull the entire time. Like, yeah, the entire time. <laughs> it was just miserable. It is. <laughs> it is. I've been to. <laughs> I'm. I maybe I've been to more when I was younger, but I don't know. The, the two in my mind that I remember is. I went to a wedding once, and it was a Catholic wedding, and apparently they have the option to choose whether they want to do mass in the middle of it. So it either goes what? from, like, In a, the middle of the wedding? Yeah, so, like, the whole, oh the marriage rites, it takes, like, 40, 30, 45 minutes, but if you do mass, like, some people would do mass between, oh like, the... Oh, my God. Yeah, and so it's, like, it turns a 45-minute <laughs> thing into a three-hour thing. Oh, dude. Weddings take so long as it is. Yeah. Are you kidding? So you do mass in the middle of it. So you you know you have your wedding uh, on Sunday or whatever, and yeah. Why? I don't know. Why? I mean, that was probably oh, the. Man. I don't. I don't know if that was worse than the other. The other one I went to it was like I stayed with my friend one like for a weekend, and he was Catholic. I didn't. You know, I didn't. You know, I've never really followed religion all that much, so I didn't know it was like Psalm Sunday. And they, uh-huh. they have a whole big thing for it. Because, like, the night before, we went and watched a play that was, like, Passion of the Christ, basically. Mm-hmm. And then the day after that, we went to church at, like, whatever, 6 a.m. And I didn't know. I mean, I was, like, 13, 14 at the time. I didn't know that I could, like, I could not take communion. Like, I, I could opt out to not take communion. Oh, Which, yeah. you know, that's getting the cracker <laughs> put on your tongue, and then you take a sip of wine. The body and the yeah. whatever blood of Christ. The blood, baby. And apparently That's... you're not supposed to if you aren't Catholic. Oh, uh, whoops. Yeah. And I mean, I did the whole thing. <laughs> I took communion and I went outside and I waved little palm leaves around. And Bro, you're telling me you drank Jesus's blood? I did. I took his body in my mouth. Catholic? Yeah. Bro. Yeah. You can't. I even you like I even like that. splashed the holy water on my face when I was going in, like the old people were doing. I was like, "Oh, that's cool. I want to be part of that." <laughs> You're like, "What is this aftershave? Like, what? 
<laughs> yeah, I was. I just wanted to see what holy water would do to me. Like, would it burn my skin? Since I, you know, I mean, I was an atheist. I was. I mean, I, you know, I was a devout atheist. I was thirteen, fourteen. Just did not believe in God, but they like dragged me to church, and I was like, I mean, I, I know I asked. I was like, can I just stay here? And she was like, Oh no, it'll be fine. And it just, oh God, having to like. <laughs> Like, I'd never been to one before, so it was, like, every time, like, people, they would, because you have to stand up, and then you have to kneel on the thing sometimes, and then you have to sit down, you have to Mm. sing every damn song they sing, and it takes forever, then everybody has to do communion, so it takes even long, I mean, it it was, yeah, you know, I'm not dogging people for doing it, it's just like, wow, like, can you imagine, like, doing that every Sunday would just be exhausting, did. I didn't it even go and confess my sins. Like I, that was something yeah. I skipped. I wish I'd done it just for I the experience. See. I see. You'll drink Jesus's blood, but you won't tell. I was absolved. Him. I mean, I guess up oh, to that okay, point, I was okay. absolved of everything yeah. <laughs> that I did. <laughs> Out of wedlock, childbirth. I mean, everything. Nice. That's good. That I mean, congratulations. Yeah, thank I you. Think. Or like maybe the Catholics are just looking for you now because they're like, we know what you did. We know, <laughs> we know you do, you ate Jesus's body, and you weren't even Catholic, bro. Come on. Well, I'm, I guess I'm glad that... you have some basic, uh, or at least some background in Catholicism too. Because I yeah, I spent like eight years in Louisiana and just did shit that was super Catholic, but I didn't know about it until after I left. That it was like, oh, that's like a but their religion, at least at the time, was really, you know, it was heavily intertwined. It was a very red state, so it was heavy intertwined. I with... mean, aren't your counties called parishes or something? Yeah, they're called parishes, yeah. which is another term for, like, a congregation of worshipers. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, the whole, like, no eating or fish Fridays were, like, a big deal, mm. where during Lent... Every Friday, you you like couldn't eat red meat, or it was a sin for some reason. I don't know why, to this day. But we always had fish at lunch on Fridays. Yeah, we did here too in like Kansas. A, it, at least it was, it was like an like option. Did you not have a choice? Not for a while. We didn't have a choice. You had no. to have fish on Friday. <laughs> I was gonna say we always yeah, had a was, choice here. This in is Kansas. the school lunch. Yes, and school you lunch. Eat the school lunch, or you bring your own. Yes, and that was the, those are those your choice. Yeah, um, a lot of the time too, it was fish sticks, and fish sticks are fucking disgusting. Yeah, dude. not I've good. I've never liked fish sticks. No. <laughs> uh, the ones we had, um, they were like the big, like meaty fish fingers. You know what I mean? They weren't like they weren't more breaded. A lot of if you buy some cheap fish sticks, they're more breading than fish. Like it actually had to have the meat paste. That it was made oh. of the fish paint because I ate them and I was, or I was starting to eat one. And my friend in front of me was like, You're eating those? That's gross. And I was like, Why is that gross? And he like, like pushed his tray forward and like dissected one of the fish sticks in front of me and Ugh. like, it like all poured out, but it was like, it wasn't just, you know, like white meat fish. It was like there were chunks that looked like fins and chunks that looked like pieces of gill. And very, you know, like fish innards. Like I knew for sure it wasn't. Uh, oh, it was like, <laughs> like hot a, dogs. 
Yeah, it was like hot dog meat, but fish. Ugh, and that's gross. Yeah, ever since that day, I've been like, fish sticks, no thank you. Like, if I'm gonna eat fish, it's gonna be, it's gotta be like a, like a fillet, like a, <laughs> like a piece of actual fish. Yeah, not like yeah, not fish just, paste, ugh, no. man. Oh god, I'm with you there. I've never really been a big. I've started kind of getting into fish uh, here lately. There's actually this. Um, the other day, I went and ate at this soul food place. Uh-huh. Really good. I had tilapia and uh, red Ooh. beans and rice with a side of macaroni. Oh, very man. good. Very, very good. I mean, it's I don't. I've never had like. Rice. Mm. Yeah, I've never had like actual homemade Louisiana style. But apparently, the chick that works there is from Louisiana. So nice. I have to think it's authentic. I mean, it was very good. The tilapia that I got. I almost got the shrimp at Touffee, but. Ooh, I wasn't really feeling man. a stew, it's, you know. Etouffee, so good. Yeah, Fuck. I almost asked you for your opinion, but like I was already there. I was like, okay. <laughs> like I'm gonna stop whatever the fuck I'm doing to tell you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you'd be the. I mean, you would know more about it than I did. So I was like Probably close to getting shrimp etouffee, but I just googled it real quick, and it was like, oh, it's a stew. I'm not yeah, really feeling it's... a stew. Mm-hmm. But apparently you can get like a whole shrimp boil or not a shrimp boil, fish fish boil. Is that what it's called? Like a crawfish boil? Yeah. Well, yeah, you can get that too, but you could also get like oh, a whole bunch yeah, of seafood. Oh, yeah, you could get a fish boil, yeah. Mm. And just all boiled and do a thing. So I might do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mm. just had some. And the vibes were really good there too. It was just a nice experience. Nice. Shout out to... The soul food place that Skyler went to. Yes, shout out we to can, them. Yeah, we and can't the, blow up the their spot. Large get woman too that popular. was like, "Hey, baby," when I walked in, she was awesome. She rocked. Nice. Shout out to her. Probably nanny. <laughs> I think that's what she goes by. <laughs> oh, what's up, nanny? Um, that's cool. That's that's that's. We got off on fish. Yeah, I know. That was a real long tangent. Yeah. Oh, because Lent. Yeah, Lent and Um, Catholicism and... Yeah, uh, 40 Days and 40 Nights, man. That movie, that was about Lent. But it was about not busting a nut for 40 Days and 40 Nights. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that movie until you brought it up. Yeah. Yeah, That's right. It's It's a good fucking movie, dude. I love that movie. I've seen it on reruns on Comedy Central like five times. It's like the opposite of Passion of the Christ. (laughs) If you want something to compare it to. It's like the Passion of the Christ, but not like uncomfortable to watch. (laughs) No, I was going to say it's like the NoFap movie, but (laughs) it's like the it's like the opposite of that because NoFap apparently gives you powers. And, I mean, the dude in this movie was just going through a rough time. Like, he was not getting superpowers. It was... <laughs> no. It was bad. It was bad. They should make a no-fat movie where... Or just a remake of 40 Days and 40 Nights, but... It's just... <laughs> he just gets better and better after every week, according to the no-fat <laughs> philosophy. And, like, he just becomes a god... Six pack abs, just fucking chiseled as fuck. <laughs> Goes from like nothing to just ripped, just from that. Yeah, yeah, just from that. Like he's just every other shot of him is just his normal morning routine of like brushing his teeth and 
having a cup of coffee and going to work and yeah it's not like he's working out more or anything no that's all it takes guys just stop jerking it it. it's really all it takes yeah that's what they say i can't attest to it myself but god wouldn't want you to spill your seed on (laughs) you know without reason (laughs) and know that reason isn't from that uh you know that hot chick you saw at the supermarket it's not a good reason no no and the reason is not who bestanks the reason that's not a good reason to spill your seed no No. it isn't it's a beautiful song but it's not (laughs) (laughs) it is what a terrible name for a band i mean it's it's just just awful (laughs) but i mean it's memorable it's memorable so it worked but it's like (laughs) dude where'd that come from i'm sure it came from somewhere but hoobastank really yeah i wonder what the story is behind the name like were they thinking you know what's the most off-putting but yet memorable name that we can come up with yeah it's definitely not like Limp Biscuit, which is, you know, just a masterpiece of a name. <laughs> Perfect. Memorable. Not cringy at all. Gets its point across. You know what you're getting when you listen to Limp Biscuit. That's right. And people forget Limp Biscuit is spelled with a Z. It is. It's, it's Limp Bizkit. And people seem to forget about that. Right. It's kind of like it's 50 Cent, not 50. Yeah. Is it? Is it? I mean, it is, is it, 50, but it's 50. Come on. But it's 50? Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to be like, oh, I was listening to 50 Cent last night. And let me tell you, pal. That song, Into Club? Lyrics. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. Let me tell you, folks. Fantastic. I was surprised, yeah. not surprised, that he showed up in the Super Bowl halftime show. That had Dude, to suck. I watched <laughs> nothing of the Super Bowl this year. Oh, really? I just saw the halftime I show. Yeah. I didn't even watch that. I I watched Zilcho of it. Yeah, I mean, it was... Was it good? Yeah, it was pretty good. It was uh, Jay-Z, Snoop Dogg, Eminem... What? What? Uh, there were some other people that I didn't know, but yeah, Eminem was up there for a while. Huh. And yeah, and uh, Snoop and Dogg the half. T- wow. Yeah. I mean, I learned later that they like they don't get sponsored for it. Apparently, it just all came out of a uh, whatever Jay Z. Jay Z. Yeah. Came out of his his uh m- pocket. I think it's Jay Z. I might be wrong. What he like paid them to perform at the Super Bowl? Yes, that's crazy. Apparently, that's just how it works. Is you pay them? That seems backwards. Shouldn't the Super Bowl pay the artists who are providing the entertainment during the halftime show? I mean, I think they do get like a sponsorship from whatever company because I think it was Pepsi this year. Oh. That sponsored it. So maybe they get some kind of revenue from that. But I don't know. It sounded like he had to pay, basically, for it. And everybody mm. always does. That's so weird. Okay. I could be wrong on this. I don't know. But huh. 
it definitely guess, didn't whatever. work the way I, I thought it did. It's kind of <laughs> yeah, like buying, a, totally like, you know, it's like buying a, a ad space just for the show itself. You know, the Super Bowl has always been known for it's like really high quality ads that it yeah. has that, you know, sometimes have a story that goes year to year or are just interesting. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's kind of like that. And, you know, you're going to pay a million dollars for a 15 second ad. Yeah. <laughs> for some fucking advertisements. Yeah. I mean, come on. Come on. Huh. I didn't know it worked like that. That's interesting. I it guess is. whatever it takes to get more Mountain Dew flavors back on the shelves, I'm yeah. all for it. I've, I've been finding live wire in my local gas station recently. Nice. That is super exciting. I fucking love live wire. That's the white one, isn't it? Or is That's it the, the orange, orange one? one? Yeah. Yeah, man. So good. White one's Oof. voltage. I like yeah. voltage. Or... Code red's the good. That blue, one's a staple. The blue raspberry is voltage. Is it? I was that. What's the white yeah. one then? What's that one? Uh, white out. White out. That sounds white right. cherry, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And then a good old code red. You can't. This is the Mountain Dew Appreciation Podcast. Yeah. Anymore. Please sponsor us. <laughs> uh, I believe that's Pepsi Cola of America. Please. Pepsi Co. Shout out to PepsiCo, specifically the Mountain Dew brand. Wait, throw us some, throw some hoodies our direction. You know, and I mean? they like always have say like I, I like it's always been like whatever two twenty two for two. They like never take. I mean, if you have a contract with them, they like never mm-hmm. take them off sale. The sale price might go yeah. up, but they're always like two for something. Man, that's because. <laughs> that's like buku bucks for them still even though it's cheap oh that's yeah that's cheap the, the produce, turnaround I'm sure. I'm sure is yeah it's like I'm not uh disparaging their name any please sponsor us mountain dew i love you i love you i, I always ask for saying? pepsi in a restaurant <laughs> always <laughs> Is Pepsi oh, okay? You're Coke? goddamn right I it leave. is. It better be okay. <laughs> Specifically ask for Pepsi free. And they say, we don't we haven't had that since nineteen eighty seven. And I say, Well, you don't have me as a customer anymore. What? No say, crystal no, Pepsi? We <laughs> We need the business that you bring in with your podcast, please don't leave. And then I say, okay, I guess I'll eat at your three-star steakhouse. And then you only order a Pepsi. <laughs> Get the seating and everything. You're like, oh, I'm not really hungry. I just kind of want a Pepsi. <laughs> or a Mountain Dew. Or a... I don't know what else they do. I mean, they do a lot the, of different the other stuff. Other Sierra Mist. Sierra Mist, yeah. Yeah, Is that, yeah, yeah. maybe. I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know off the top of my head. I'm sure they have an energy drink too. Oh yeah, they're they're behind most of. I don't know if rocks. Uh, I don't know if Rockstar is backed by Coke or Pepsi, but it's I'm one. Sure. Of I think ones. Full Throttle is Coke. Full Throttle is Coke. Yeah. Um. 
Monster, I think, is Pepsi. Monster's Pepsi now? I think so. That makes sense. So they have the objectively most popular, uh, besides Red Bull, but Red Bull is different. Mm -hmm. You pay a lot more for Red Bull. Yes, you do, for a smaller can, and you love it. I like some Red Bull, so I don't... (laughs) Oh, sure. It's all right. I'll take a Red Bull over a Monster. I'll I'll say that. If I'm going to have any energy drink with my vodka, it would be Red Bull. (laughs) I don't always drink energy drinks, but when I do, it's, it's when I'm drinking vodka. And sometimes it's not even when I drink energy drinks. Sometimes it's just when I drink vodka. It's just vodka. I just drink vodka is what I'm saying. It's clear, so, I mean, it looks like water. (laughs) That's, you know, that should be good enough. That's good enough in my book. This is the part of the episode where I remind everybody we have AA meetings Tuesdays and Thursdays. Love you, Stacey. Right before Music Aficionado Club. (laughs) It's hard to believe Stacy is a recovering alcoholic, but also has a doctorate in music aficionadoism. It's amazing. It is amazing. It's definitely more than I've ever achieved. I, I wasn't even that good of an alcoholic when I was an alcoholic. I was half-assed, you know? Yeah. Like, I didn't brush my te- teeth with Jack. And that's step number, like, three. That is, I mean... In, uh, <laughs> Right after bloody urine, I think, is when that (laughs) step comes in. Yeah, yeah. Step one is replace all of your water with alcohol. Step two is... Bloody urine. Bloody urine. Step three is brushing your teeth with Jack Daniels. Brushing your teeth with Jack Daniels. But but that's just a euphemism for chugging down fucking mouthwash. I took that shit literally. All right, you you brush your teeth with Jack. Daniels. It's all Jack That's... to me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I haven't been to the dentist in a few years because I'm embarrassed at my teeth brushing habits that I've had for a very long time now. I mean, you wouldn't want the dentist or the dent tech to smell the alcohol on your breath because then they wouldn't give you pain pills. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's true. That's, but if you go in smelling like mouthwash, they'll think you just brushed. Mm-hmm. But nah, it's like, no, I'm fucking lit off some great mouthwash, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And that's why Especially I haven't you get been to the, the dentist in many years. Because I <laughs> have Because you're addicted to drinking mouthwash. <laughs> drink it every day, all day, every day. Go to the go to the old Dollar General and buy those like pints. Drink one of those a night. <laughs> My breath always yeah, smells great. Yeah, that's like a dollar seventy nine. It is that's cheaper nothing. than most alcohol. Mm-hmm. Cheaper than any other pint you're gonna get at the gas station or liquor <laughs> store or both, depending on where you live. <laughs> It's 
just a reminder, everybody. Tuesday's Thursday nights. We're we're cooking up some good things. So swing on by. Don't don't be triggered too much by what we say on this podcast. No, don't. Yeah. If you need help, get help. Tuesdays and Thursdays. They don't really push religion <laughs> too much, but you know, it's there. It's there all But it's later. there. It's yeah. They got their whole 12-step program. Mm-hmm. But Stacy's she's real cool about it, you know. She's cool. Love you, Stacy. Love you, Stacy. Shout out to Stacy. Thank you, Stacy. Bless up. See you, you know Tuesday. We know you listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Man, so we haven't even uh we haven't even talked about video games yet. Have we? No. I don't think so. No. We haven't. Triangle Strategy came out this last uh I don't know, a couple days ago. And it's pretty fantastic. I dig it. We were talking about it a little bit before the podcast. Um I Have they uh, said at all in the game like this is some kind of triangle strategy? <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet. Ugh. But I really I hope I hope so. I hope that's like the one of the fi- like the final battle or one of the big battles of it is, you know, triangle strat and then the characters will yell out things on the on the battlefield. Oh, like. okay. It's like their ultimate move, like their desperation mm. move is the triangle strategy. And triangle strat. Yeah. And then that's when, like, an MMA guy jumps in and he, like, rear naked chokes the dude, your enemy. Ah, Chokes him out, or puts him in a triangle. I don't know. Obviously, I don't know the difference between those two things. So. Sure. But I'm learning, and that's what Project Triangle's, not Project Triangle. I keep saying Project. I mean, that's (laughs) what it was called. Project. Yeah. Because it was like, that was like, you thought that, like, much like Octopath Traveler, it was Project Octopath Traveler. And they're like, oh, we'll just use that as the name. Fuck it. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. I felt real special getting to play the super early demo, but I'm sure like thousands and hundreds of thousands of people have played it, so I'm not that special. (laughs) But it's like, the title is cemented in my brain as that, which is weird. But Mm -hmm. regular triangle strategy, really good. I enjoy it. It's like a like a mix of Octopath and Fire Emblem with a good third of the game being cutscenes of uh social interactions and like politics and stuff. It's it's sort of a <laughs> it's sort of Square Enix's take on Game of Thrones okay. in an anime strategy game yeah it's that makes sense that sounds interesting yeah it's not one that like if you're super about action fast paced combat all the time it's not for you but if you're into like the turn based strategy parts of the game are fucking fantastic they're like legitimately challenging one of my concerns I guess with like Fire Emblem was and I mean I played it on the easier difficulties because I fucking suck but <laughs> I I even when I played that I played through three houses on normal and after like two battles your characters turn essentially invincible 
or they're they're like hella powerful compared to your enemies. But I think that is a complaint strategies. I heard is that you become really overpowered in Fire Emblem, and it makes at least I mean probably on normal. I couldn't. I mean, God, the last Fire yeah. Emblem I played was Awakening. Oh wow! Yeah, so yeah, Awakening was dope. Tharja is my number one waifu, I think. <laughs> it's been a it's been a long time since I played. I bought that when I like first moved back to where I am now. Nice. Just uh, cause I all I had was like my 3ds and my Wii U, and I was like, okay, well, I guess I can catch up on some stuff I missed out on. Mm-hmm. And you could either play Zombie U or Fire Emblem Awakening. Yeah. And you had already beaten Zombie U five times over. Oh, so. yeah, I love that. Actually, that game's multiplayer, I remember, was really fun. Was it? Yeah, we played it We played it with uh, Dakota a lot. Oh, shit. It was like one person, or at least I played it with him a lot. Like, one person like was like the game master and used the tablet and put zombie spawns, and then another person was playing on screen. Oh, it was some as- oh, okay, asymmetric okay. gameplay. Yeah. Okay. And so, like, your job with the guys of the tablet would be to try to fuck over the per because I think it was capture the flag, kinda. But you could put enemy spawns and spawn like special enemies, upgrade it. It was really fun. Huh. I remember it being pretty fun. Nice. But, uh, Sorry yeah. to de- derail whatever you were saying to talk about zombie you. Oh no, um, that's okay. Uh, I mean, we we're talking about triangle strategy. So, would you say oh, it's yeah, more strategy yeah. or more triangle? Uh <laughs> that is a tough question. Wow, put me on the spot. Uh, <laughs> the, the it's probably more strategy. Okay. Uh, yeah. The other the uh, well grand scheme of things it's it's more triangle because the triangle of triangle strategy is like the three pillars of the gameplay which is cut scenes of story and dialogue choices and then talking to people explore or not really i mean kind of exploring the the battleground that you're going to be on oh. before and then the battle on that area okay and then it just kind of repeats like that. You, there's a battle, then there's some crazy story event. One of this, you know, this house or this country is starting to do some shit with the salt or to do some shit with the iron. And it's, I think they're setting it up for multiple playthroughs too because the first, like, major decision that I ran into was, like, you can go to the the country in the north or the country in the east and as like an envoy of the king or whatever and you have to like talk to your t- party members about which way they want to go and mm. decide for yourself and then when you decide for yourself you have to persuade the people who would be going against you to vote for you and i think that's it's a cool element it's very much the what people complained about with octopath where you didn't have party interaction at all. Like, there's sections in this game that are 100% party interaction that you, you know, you have to talk to your party members, and they all they all have, like, fleshed out backstories and what houses they're sworn to and why they're mm. doing what they're doing. It's 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 pretty sweet, I think. I'm, I'm digging it. 
Yeah, it sounds a lot. Uh, that was my chief complaint with Octopath was, uh, you know, you had all these different characters that all have their different motivations for doing what they do, but they don't have any real motivation for partying up. Like yeah. Zero yeah, it motivation. was like they were it's all... It's like you show up to town. It's like, oh, I'm going to join you just because... But you got to play yeah. my backstory first. And it can either be 30 mm-hmm. minutes or it'll, it's going to be two hours long. <laughs> <laughs> there were some that were more fleshed out than... Other, I mean, not two hours. I think the most was like an hour or so. They were all pretty quick and easy. It depends if you like go and talk to everybody in town and whatever. Mm-hmm. Which I do all the time. I love that. Like shit. That was something yeah. I really loved about Dragon Quest was uh every time any like major event happened, you can go back to towns and people would have different things to say. Like there was a ton of dialogue for that game. Oh. It, it was pretty crazy. Huh. Like they would all have some I mean it would be like a one line, one off thing, but it would always change every time a major event happened. And I think that's been I mean, it was the same. I only I've only played two Dragon Quests. I played eight and the newest one, eleven, mm-hmm. and it was like that in eight. So I have to kind of assume, and it was like that in eleven too. So I have to assume they've been doing that for a while. Or like yeah, every, yeah. Major event would everybody would have something different to say or whatever about the world changing. Really pulls you into a game when uh, it's oh, minor, sure. but. When NPCs react and don't just say the same generic shit, you know, 30, 40 hours into the game after some stuff has happened, it, you know, it helps. Yeah, it makes you feel like you're making a difference. That there's something happening in the world. Yeah, Mm -hmm. good or bad. For sure. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Uh, I... I think I'm only like nine hours into it or something like that. Oh, so man. there's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot that has gone on, but there's a lot to continue. There's just a lot of shit I still have to do, and yeah, I just hit a chapter that it's gonna. I think it's gonna go into a battle, but there's like four side stories of because there was a huge major event that went on in like the capital, and then you have to get the the reactions of like oh you know, the lord of this house and the kingdom has to figure out what 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 he does when he finds out and then whoever runs the kingdom in the east finds out and what they do and it yeah it's, it's oh wow it's very intricate complicated story. yeah yeah so i hope it pans out i hope that the all the build up and and world building that it's doing has some sort of satisfying conclusion if it kind of just peters out, I'm, I'm going to be meh, but... Yeah, all that build-up so for nothing. That would suck. Yeah. yeah, that would be awful. I mean, who mm. would ever do that? It, hmm. Either games or TV series or movies or... <sighs> rough. Just make rough. a cohesive That's... story, people. Just mm-hmm. have it all wrap up nice and neat. Unless you're planning on making a sequel, but at least make it worth it to pursue it yeah yeah don't cut off the ending of don't waste my time story if you're trying to if you really want to set up a sequel like make sure it stands on its own before deciding a sequel is worthy to continue the story you know what i'm saying yeah absolutely i guess good segue uh into like why FromSoft's games are so good is because they aren't connected 
I mean, they are, but loosely, very loosely. Um, I mean, overall, over. I mean, I only say this because I've been playing Elden Ring nonstop since it came out, pretty much. I mean, uh-huh. almost all of my waking hour, well, besides work, of course. But when I'm at home, it's like, man, I'm going to play some Elden Ring. And, uh, you know, that like they always have a cohesive story from beginning to end. It's not shoved in your face. They don't shove it right in your face. It's right. it's I'm just, it's a completely different way from how I assume triangle strategy is, where they just give you a ton of, you know, context just right off the bat, or you know, before everything, as opposed to how From does things, where it's the nuances and items you pick up, or little you know, how Bethesda handles it as well as they make little stories just out of set pieces. Something I always really enjoy about those games. Um, yeah yes it is probably like the exact opposite of triangle strategy in terms of narrative format yes. where <laughs> in a FromSoft game you wake up in some sort of typically dilapidated area and it's like hey here's your objective have fun don't die but you're probably gonna die also you're gonna die and the, yeah the first boss is like meant to kill <laughs> you immediately oh God it's always damn. a state, unless you're like good, I guess. But even then, it's yeah. still tough to do. But it's uh, yeah, you, know. you have to be super good, and it's usually there's usually some sort of differences in mechanics that take some time to learn. Mm-hmm. So they're all pretty similar. I mean, I've I've played all of them except for Bloodborne and the newest Demon Souls, but I did play the OG Demon Souls. Most, yeah, not even most of it. Probably like half. I got halfway through. I did like maybe <laughs> two or three of the arch stones all the way through, and then I hit a wall and I just never picked it up again. Damn, you got further than I did. I think I got halfway through the first area. <laughs> yeah, after that, the fucking place after the phalanx. It was the like a spider boss. boss and, oh yeah, yeah that dude. that one that fucking sucked. I think I killed the spider boss and then. Actually, there's maybe, like one after not. that that's probably like a, I don't know if it's a dragon or something but it's like in this huge area and the only way I beat it was uh no there's like another guy after that he's like the first one of the first guys that's your size that you fight mm. and I remember I had to like I got lucky and someone I could summon somebody and they helped me beat him oh nice this is was on the PS3 uh OG Demon Souls and many nice. years after it released so it wasn't like like Elden Ring now, I put my summon sign down. I get summoned in like five seconds. <laughs> yeah, or the just... online community is is fresh and hot. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think it will be for a while. Uh, it's a very big game. I feel like there's a lot of people that haven't played, you know, any of the FromSoft, PS3 yeah. and Beyond generation games. That are probably getting into it the first time. Like I know a big meme right now is the very first boss is this guy called Margaret the Defiled or something like that. Mm. And he mm. like is a wall to a lot of people. I see a lot of people being like, wow, I just fought this guy like 30 times. <laughs> and nice. I can't, you know, he's like the, uh, what is it? The <laughs> trying to think Dark Souls one. It was like the Taurus demon or whatever. Yeah. He was like one of the first walls um, I remember having. He's like that dude in that little space and he has the wolves at the bottom that 
Yes, and, it, and like, he has like a fire blade to too. Yes. Yeah. Fuck that guy. So he's kind of the took me a long time to, to beat him. Just mm-hmm. very hard. Uh, they've taken a lot out of all the other FromSoft games, I would say. Yeah. Like it seems like there's something from every game, even Sekiro. I feel like the horse controls a lot like Sekiro does. It's just really fast-paced uh, combat. Nice. Yeah, because mounted combat is a thing in this one, right? Yes, it is. And it's, That's like, so really cool. important. Uh, of course. <laughs> I didn't like I've it at first, but at I've gotten used to it now. It's not yeah. bad. It really isn't bad at all. Hmm. Horses freak me out in the real world, so I've never been good with them in video games. Not even Red Dead. The Red Dead horses were okay. My, I think that's uh, <laughs> the best use of horses in video games. Red Dead Two for sure. I mean, Red Dead One was a little was a tiny bit janky still, and uh, I remember I would I would play it and my dad would watch me and he would just laugh at how bad I was like driving a horse and I, <laughs> I was like dad I don't know how to drive a car in real life <laughs> I don't <laughs> I've never ridden a horse I, I'm doing my best here John is he's rusty Perry I mean yeah the horse mechanics in that game were pretty pretty bare bones compared to Red Dead 2. I've heard Last of Us 2's horse mechanic was pretty good too but I think really? Red Dead mm. 2 was like I mean, that was how you got around, so oh, yeah. it had to be good. Yeah, it was It was really good. Witcher 3 horse mechanics were really solid, too. Yeah, they were, for what they were, they were more... For what they were. You know, they were arcade I would say. It didn't really uh-huh. lend itself to the real... Roach could, like... Like, later in the game, once you get better saddles, he would, like, go from 0 to 100 in, like, a second. <laughs> it was just kind of <laughs> ridiculous. Which is Witcher magic for you, man. Yeah. (laughs) I I did like... I mean, there was a lot of cool details in that game. Like, you could use uh, whatever air to calm him down or Axie. Yeah. I was Axie. Yeah, you'd Axie and calm him down. You could use air to calm him down. Yeah. Just blow his brains out. (laughs) (laughs) Just fucking break his neck. That'll get the job done. Yeah. That'll wouldn't calm, be scared that'll anymore. I wouldn't be scared ever again. <laughs> horse death. That's what we advocate here, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. I've heard horse meat is actually really tasty. I want to try yeah, it. That's what I've heard. Do you think it'd be like gamey because they're all muscle? Mm-hmm. Probably just a super lean yeah. meat. Yeah. Yeah, not gamey. Yeah, lean would be the better word. Yeah. Gamey would be like deer. Be, yeah, I was going to say, or like zebra. Yeah. Zebra would be like a gamey horse meat, yeah. I think. Yeah, they're I want to try zebra. I want to I wanna eat a hippo steak. A hippo I want to try some exotic meats, man. Yeah. They sound so good. It's eating what the lions eat. Yeah, I think the most exotic I've had, I've had is probably buffalo. Yeah, I love some buffalo, buffalo steaks. Some oh, man. Shit. It's delicious. Man. Or a buffalo burger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would uh I would wanna go be a hunter person and like hunt my own meat if I had a backbone. Can you imagine what like mammoth tastes like? <laughs> like oh a my mammoth God, steak? I bet it's so good. Oh man. 
I'm oh, jealous. Dude. Won't ever be able to have mammoth steak in my life. Oh man. I bet that shit's yeah. thick too, like thick bet cut. It's so good. Mm. Mammoths are big too, yeah, man, huge. and they store it store up a lot of mass. I bet they're nice and marble marbleized. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Like a lot of Ugh. fat, but not too much fat. Just the right amount of chunk to be fucking delicious. No wonder they went extinct. <laughs> it wasn't the ice age. They just got fucking eight ate to extinction because they was so tasty. So tasty. Let's insert Monster Hunter. So tasty. Oh, somewhere. yeah. Sunbreak's coming out <laughs> soon. I'm pretty excited. Oh, is it? Summer. Man. Fuck. It's just the time. I haven't looked at... Have they released any details about it? Because I haven't been following I mean, it. other than that, it's... Uh, at chick who runs the ship. Mm, it's it's uh-huh. her homeland you're going to. Which they were kind of hinting at that throughout the whole game. If you go and talk to her. Yeah. She talks she's about like, her homeland. My haircut looks stupid, but my homeland is cool. Yeah, pretty much. Like, All right. So it's going to be set where she lives. Um, and it'll okay. be the whole G-rank area. No, there hasn't been a nice. whole lot of info on it. Except Sanitar is back. Ooh, okay. I'm hoping Shogun Sanitar comes back to it'll, it'll probably be whatever, Apex or what do they call them in Rise? Uh, Deep, no, uh, not Deviant. I think they just went with Apex yeah. with them. Yeah, that's Because right. they, they folded in the, yeah, instead of Deviants now, and Apex and Hypers, they smushed them all into Apex. So it's yeah. the, they have the size and ferocity of an Apex monster, but the some of them, they mostly have the... I don't know, I say mostly, but a hand, the handful of Apex monsters have a little bit of that deviant coloration to them. Yeah, and they usually so. have like one or two different moves. That they'll mm-hmm, throw into mm-hmm. their move set, and they do a shit ton of damage. It's probably the closest thing to G rank in terms yeah. of how good you can get your armor and how much damage they do. So yeah, it's yeah. I mean it's gonna be good. I mean I'm definitely gonna it's buy gonna it for sure. I loved Rise. I mean I put a ton of time into it. Yeah, I still I went back and and do some hunts every now and then when I don't have a thousand other games that I could be playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep it's uh you know i think the monster hunter skills translate well to dark souls a lot so if you have an interest in monster hunter you'd probably like dark souls too yeah and vice versa if you're a oh yeah dark souls fan uh, you would probably enjoy some monster absolutely hunter. i mean it's all about those eye frames and dodging through attacks or Depending on what weapon you use, parrying. Yeah. Throw out an oddball out there if you're a if you're a. Uh... Oh God! I just had the title in my head, but now I forgot it. Never mind. Shit. God. Fuck. God. Rage burst. God. Something. Nope. God eater. God eater. God That's eater. God eater. Those games. Oh yeah. Took, uh... They kind of took the Monster Hunter model. They're just a lot more... They were a lot more anime. And I think there is an anime of of, <laughs> of it, so that's probably why. But, 
I played a little bit of, uh, I think I had God Eater 2. I have God Eater 2. I didn't mm. play a ton of it because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. But it was kind of cool. It was pretty cool. Hmm. By the way, AA means Anime Anonymous. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Three days sober off anime. If you if you don't count the triangle strategy, <laughs> art we don't count video game. Video games and anime are different. They're different. You're right. <laughs> I've been. Uh, I just rewatched uh, Barakamon, which is fucking fantastic. Oh. Um, story about a like a famous calligraphy dude who loses his shit and punches an old man in the face, and so he gets shamed and he has to like go live in the country for a bit to like where re re learn his roots sort of of inspiration huh it's it's really cool hmm. yeah a lot of calligraphy shit that gets me going so that's my anime recommendation for this uh for this episode well i will definitely have to check that one out yeah yeah I don't have it's any anime good. to recommend this episode. Watch Attack on Titan. Yeah. It's about all I can yeah. say. It's still not over yet, so the mor- moratorium is not lifted. We cannot talk about Attack on Titan on this podcast yet. That is correct. That is correct. I will not say yet, my hair is, is long enough now that I can tie it in a little ponytail, and every time I do, I just keep <laughs> saying we keep moving forward. Tatakai, Tatakai. Tatakai. Which means fight. Yep. Look fight. myself in the mirror and I'm like, Tatakai. That's how I get myself going every morning for work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My cup of coffee. <laughs> Say the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> Stare in the mirror and put your hair in a little ponytail. Text Ellie, good morning, my music aficionado. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's right. You tie your hair in the ponytail, saying Tatakai as you're putting together a playlist for the day. Yes. For music aficionado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's every day. I don't skip a day. (laughs) It's good. It's good to have values and a rigorous schedule. It's good for your brain. It is good for your brain. It's good for your heart. Mm. Good for your soul. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just something to consider. I agree. And on that note, it looks like we've hit our quota on time that we're required by PepsiCo to reach every episode. So. We get paid per minute, so every minute <laughs> after an hour is overtime. And That's all PepsiCo right. doesn't like that. Old Joe PepsiCo. Old Joe PepsiCo. You can't. <laughs> Can't defy his his uh you know his very rigorous and very thorough schedule that he has for us. We actually have two more podcasts after this that we can't That's name right. due to tr- con- contractual obligation. Mm-hmm. You have to find us on. Let's your own. just say, let's just say, if you are a fan of the number one podcast in the literary historical category, or you're a fan of the number three podcast in politics 
you might be a fan of the things that we do that we can't name here for legal reasons. Yes. That's all I'm going to say. It's not specific in any means, but don't go, go looking right us up. Look don't up go Googling <laughs> any of those keywords that he put out. We'll know. D- don't rewind 15 seconds to make sure that you heard exactly the right keywords that I was saying. Every time you click the play button on Spotify, we download ransomware to your computer. <laughs> We're watching what you do. So don't do any of those things that uh, he did, or I'm going to hold your computer hostage for a million dollars in crypto. Probably Ethereum. Probably Ethereum would be the, yeah. I was going to say the smarter option, but I don't know anything about crypto. No, you want those shit coins if you're going to go into crypto. You want one that just started up yesterday and will probably... (laughs) (laughs) withdraw it's the best way to go about it is to go with the one that just started up because it you know put everything you have into it definitely safe definitely safe it's absolutely safe it's my guarantee to you yeah anyway we have to get out of here to go listen to the limp biscuit uh discography like we always do every night so i'm out of (laughs) here i am too have a good week everybody we'll see you next week on the Limp Biscuit podcast. Yeah. <laughs>